Hello! Hello! It's a uh, true neutral, true crime. Ooh. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. The triumphant return. Yeah. I'm Keenan. And I'm Derek. And uh, while I, I do classify this as true neutral, true crime, it is also more of a real interesting story about a guy. All right. All right. So a little bit of a biography as well. I wish. Mm. I wish I could tell you that this was a biography, but I looked. I looked for mm. any information about uh, Mike Malloy before this incident. Okay. Um, but all I could find was that he was definitely a firefighter at some point. He was from Ireland. He was Irish from Ireland. Uh, Irish from Ireland, all right. Well, as opposed to Irish Americans, the yeah. 1930s. So, yeah, okay, all well, right. When the story takes place, it's the early 1930s. He was born in 1873. Okay, so uh, he's pretty we, old. Yeah, we don't have an exact date for his birthday even, mm-hmm. just that it was 1873. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but even for that time period, that's that's pretty old, isn't it? Nah. Nah? Nah, uh, Look, uh, mortality rate is greatly exaggerated by infant mortality rate. Ah, okay. So, um, what we think of as the average lifespan is probably about the same as what it is. Some people live longer, some people die early, and a lot of infants used to die. So the mortality rate used to be a lot higher, just based on that. Mm -hmm. And because of that, the average goes down quite a lot. And so, when you actually look at, like, accounts of people... That they, there were lots of old people. Yeah. There have always been old people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it was less likely back then because of all the ways you could die. Yeah. 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 Um, but as we'll find, Iron Mike, uh, he doesn't really like to die. <laughs> um, Mike Malloy was born in 1873. Very little was recorded of his life, but his death in 1933 has become the stuff of legend. He had worked as an engineer. I only found one source for the engineer. And a firefighter, which everybody claimed. Okay. Um, but alcohol, alcoholism took over his life, and he was no longer able to maintain stable work. So he is homeless and drunk. All right. Um, Good way to start the story. And we meet Mike, Irish and drunk, in a New York speakeasy in 1933. This joint is owned by Tony Marino, who was in a tight spot with the rest of the country. The Depression was in full bore, and Prohibition was just waning. So like, all right, yeah. yeah. So, um, I read in one report that the town they were in in New York, the town they were in New York, <laughs> <laughs> had a fifty percent unemployment rate that year. Yeah, which well, is, I mean, an insane level. It is it's when crazy. we're arguing about less than ten percent in our country right now. Mm-hmm. But the fifty percent is unimaginable. Yeah, no, that's it's crazy. Um, People were mad they didn't have booze. Yeah, well, that yeah. and they were fed up else. with it. Uh, the stock market was a big part of this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, middle of the depression. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Marino, along with his barkeep Joe Murphy and acquaintances uh, Francis Pasqua, Hershey Green, and Daniel Kreisberg or Kreisberg, um, decided on insurance fraud as a great way to make money. Yeah, I mean, it was. How good was? insurance policy in the 30s really um apparently decent 
Um, well, because like if you remember, we talked about H. H. Holmes. Yeah, yeah. He, he I guess all, he could all of his frauds were insurance yeah, frauds, and he yeah. got lots of money on that. That's weird. Yeah, insurance and insurance fraud has been a popular and cool way to make money for a long time. We don't endorse crime. But that's Lois's rainy day fund. <laughs> Classic. Need volcano insurance. Yeah. What are you going to do when a volcano goes off? <laughs> We've never had a volcano in Rhode Island. About time you're due for one then, isn't it? <laughs> Classic. Old Family Guy's really good still. I I really recommend. People Old go Family back. Guy, yeah, yeah. Old Family Guy. Like, the first, like, ten seasons. I'd give it a little bit of leeway on those last few, but, mm-hmm. like, the, it, that's when it starts to get real down. The same thing with a lot of shows. You go, like... I like The Simpsons, but only the first couple of seasons. And yeah. you're like, well, I mean, yeah. There's a golden <laughs> era of Simpsons. There definitely is. And uh, I've argued before that it's when Phil Hartman died. <laughs> That's when it stopped being great. That's fair. Because they couldn't have this cool, funny side characters like the lawyer. Mm-hmm. They just retired all of his characters, which is an awesome and respectful thing to do. But, like, oh, that was... It was a big, like, that was a ventricle of Springfield's heart. Mm-hmm. Just plugged up. Artery severed. Yeah. No good. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> I got, we got distracted here. Um, but, yeah, they decided on insurance fraud was a great way to make money. That's what we love. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The Five had apparently done something similar the year prior. Now, this, um, this death definitely happened. It's not clear whether the insurance was collected or not. I found mixed reports and very limited report on this. So <laughs> this, this is this is my like inference based, right. based on what I read. Okay, all right. Um, but they had apparently done something similar the year prior because in 1932 they took out an insurance policy on uh, Marino's girlfriend at the time, Betty Carlson. Um, they got her drunk, they stripped her of her clothes, and they doused her in cold water, leaving her windows open so that she would freeze. Well, that's not very nice. No. That sounds like a very unpleasant way to die. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the best. I mean, I guess drunk and passed out wouldn't notice. You, may, you gotta hope. Like, that's gotta be the thinking, right? Or if you wake up, you're just too drunk to notice. Hopefully you're in the stage of, like, hypothermia where, like... You're so cold you feel warm. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, it's nice and fuzzy. I guess my clothes are already off. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. Also, if you want people to freeze and want to get, don't endorse this, but people actually freeze faster if you leave the clothes on because water soaks into the fabric and then doesn't evaporate or go anywhere. It just stays in the fabric like a fucking sponge. That makes sense and is scary. Yeah. That's why they say when you make an outdoor bed for animals, use hay and not fabric, because if the fabric freezes, it'll thaw and then get moisture on it and then freeze again, and your animals will get hypothermia and die. They'll freeze to death. Sad and scary. Yes. Good note. <laughs> um, the murder trust, as the tabloids would later dub them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, I read the 1933 article that called them the Murder Trust. It's <laughs> it's really funny. That's awesome. That's uh, so good. But they took out multiple policies on Malloy, which would have netted them an equivalent to $79,000 today. Wow. Okay. It's split I mean, between five people. Oh, okay. But that's, but that's still it's, a pretty good it's take. It's still sizable, yeah. That's a pretty good take. 
that's you know over ten grand each. Yeah, yeah, it yeah it, it would it would probably be worth it in the era in the time. Yeah, especially yeah, when a house is like a couple hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah, you're like fifth, like over ten grand. Fucking hell yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, for real. I yeah, it would it would probably set you up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um. But uh, being as Malloy was homeless, broke, and drunk, they figured the best option was to just give him an open tab and let him drink himself to death. That seems really fair. And probably, like, the way he kind of wanted to die anyway. Right, and you would think, like... If someone did that to me... You would die. Would I be mad? No, you would be drunk and dead. Yeah! Yeah, see, not mad. (laughs) No. Not mad at all. You're not an angry drunk. Just give me an open tab and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem that Malloy was an angry drunk either, because he did this all the time. And um, before this happened, he'd actually been kicked out of the speakeasy for not being able to pay his tab. Um, but he would, like, just come in and then, like, buddy up to affluent drinkers and get a couple of drinks out of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was already just, like... Out of it, down on his luck all the way. Yeah, but people liked him. He was charming and Irish. They liked his brogue. Yeah. Um. So, Mike drank all day until he couldn't for at least a few days, but he just kept coming in the next day. <laughs> at some point, uh, Marino mixed or wholesale swapped his drinks for antifreeze, and oh. still Iron Mike kept drinking. Excuse me. <laughs> Just antifreeze. He, See, that's probably the point where I would die. Uh, yeah, uh, but... um can't put antifreeze in my fucking drink. So, apparently, um, one of the cures for ethanol poisoning is antifreeze, or vice versa. Like, one of those things cancels out the other, which is how they think he survived. Weird. Yeah. yeah. And then he would probably just would be drinking it and like, why am I sober all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, he's, or he's just fucked up on poison. Yeah, yeah, Either also, way. also that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so just That's fucking, insane. Antifreeze, just straight up. Um, it, it, it sounds, there were... This, there was a sweetener in it back in the day, so it wouldn't taste that bad either. Right, uh, but there was... There was kind of mixed uh, reports on this as well, whether or not it was wholesale antifreeze or whether or not he was mixing it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but if it was, if it did still have that sweetener in it, it wouldn't have been that hard to imagine. It would probably have a strong kick and taste sweet. Odd, yeah. Uh, I I misspoke. It's not a sweetener in it. They add a, a, a bitterant. I think is what it's called. But they add something into antifreeze to make it bitter because it naturally has a very sweet flavor. Ah. Which is why animals used to go for it all the time and drink it. And why if it was put into your drink and it was an alcoholic beverage, you might not notice because it was just a sweet flavor in your alcoholic beverage. Uh, Fun. That's a fun thing. Also, kids like sweet things. (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) That thing would have drank an antifreeze. That would be terrible. Yeah. That would be absolutely terrible. Yeah. I watched what happened when my friend's dog ate or drank antifreeze or something. Someone someone poisoned their dog. Mm. It's very sad. That's very fucking sad. Yeah. Yeah. But antifreeze failed on Mike Malloy. And when it did, they tried using turpentine. Oh, uh, yeah. Paint thinner. Yep. That, that'll get you. Nope. 
What? <laughs> nope, he, he got through the turpentine just fine. And now, there's a couple of options here, and I'm thinking that they had to try more than one drink of each one, at least. Okay, yeah, so, like, they were like, here's one of antifreeze, uh, and here's one of turpentine. No, and... no, so I, I think what they did was they tried to, like, okay, antifreeze isn't working, we'll just switch it up and try a turpentine for a couple of days, see if he, you know... Oh, and so it. none of it was ever getting enough in his system? No, or no. Because no. they were, like, feeding him a lot. Yeah, no, I'm thinking, like, for, like, a full day of drinking, it would have been this one thing. This jug. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, we got this gallon of turpentine. By the end of the day, old Iron Mike's gonna drink this whole gallon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's at least, like, there's no detailed reports on this. There's not, like, in-depth interviews with the perpetrators, but, like... That's how it seems. Yeah, that's that, that's at least the the feeling I get from the multiple reports. So it's, it's got to be either that, and he just has the craziest fucking liver and kidneys <laughs> that anyone's ever had yeah. in, their, in their fucking history of humankind, or the guy that was mixing him was actually mixing it and not giving him just that, and he wasn't mixing it enough. Okay, and so it well, wasn't killing him. Well, let me finish the list. Oh, God. <laughs> so, they tried using turpentine. They tried using horse liniment. And I had to look this up. Liniment is topical skin lotion. So, it's horse skin cream. Okay. That didn't work. Um, and even rat poison. <laughs> it was all mixed into his drinks. And none of it, none of it worked. He, it was, it was all mixed into his drinks, and still, Iron Mike kept drinking. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. After all of these options failed, Marino mixed straight methanol into his shots. Okay, yeah. And Iron Mike kept drinking. Huh. <laughs> there was no, there was no, like... That man's stomach lining is just gone. As far as anyone can tell. It's just one big ulcer. His stomach is just one big ulcer. As far as anyone can tell from first-hand reports and from from the, the court case that followed this was that he just kept drinking. Like he was just he was just fine drinking these things. That's horrifying. <laughs> he just kept going, man. How? <laughs> It gets better. So, after all these drinks keep failing, they say, hey, maybe some food would work better. Okay, yeah. Um, One of the members of the Murder Trust had seen, uh, or had heard of somebody dying from eating oysters and whiskey together. Okay. So ma- Sure, that sounds like a fucking wives' tale, but it, yeah. Absolutely, but, you know, who knows? They can't look it it's up. Like, don't eat Mentos and drink Coke at the same time. Yeah, you'll throw up a lot of foam, sure, but you're not going to pop your stomach. Or, like, pop rocks and Pepsi or yeah. whatever we were told as kids, you know. There's always that one thing that, yeah. like, if you mix these two foods, you'll fucking die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, for... Uh, whoever had heard this, it was uh, whiskey and oysters. Okay. So what they did was they um, served him raw oysters soaked with wood alcohol. Woo! God <laughs> damn. That's fucking ridiculous. Iron Mike kept drinking. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> At this point, 
I just am. I'm, I'm rooting for Iron Mike here. Yeah. Like, the, the man won't go. No, keep in mind, and I know this ends with his death, but god damn. The, keep in mind though that these these guys have got to be like acting like his friends. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This whole time, like how many times do you think they were just like standing around him as he's looking at the plate of oysters? He's like woozy and wobbling back and forth, and they're like fisting. They're like eat it, eat yeah, it, yeah. eat it, eat it. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> this drink's really bitter, man. No, it's supposed to taste that way. It's why we mixed them special just for you, man. You fucking get it. It's free, <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna turn down free? Well, no. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so... It's so awful to think about them just, like, acting so friendly and then just like, he's not fucking dead. He's not fucking dead. He stumbles out of there. And every night he stumbles out, they're rubbing their hands like the meme of the guy peeking out <laughs> behind the tree. Like, yeah. there he goes. He's gonna go off. He's gonna fall asleep in the cold tonight and out in the alleyway behind the dumpster, probably. Yeah. And we'll come back. And, uh, and uh, Larry or whoever the fuck who works <laughs> at the bar, like, you know, fucking, you Joe. come in. You, Joe, Joe Red Murphy. Joe, you fucking come in and you be shocked. You be shocked as fuck and you call the cops and be like, old Iron Mike fucking kicked the bucket. It's fucking, <laughs> it's the craziest thing. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what they're thinking pretty much every single night. And then, like, okay, so this is, it's $79,000, but he is drinking all day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And now he's drinking, like, chemicals and stuff, and, like, they've made him a full plate of oysters. <laughs> they didn't make him oysters, they just put him on a plate, but, yeah. like... They bought him oysters. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm just saying, they're spending a lot of money here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The alcohol alone at a speakeasy, yeah, and during the depression, that's got to be costing during some money. the prohibition. Yeah, that's got to be building up, and this is over. I think it's over a three month period that all of this happens. Okay, um, that's a relatively short time span. Yeah, but like every day, mm-hmm. drinking every day. Yeah, for free all day, every day until you're done. Until you're out. Um, Eating so, oysters soaked in alcohol that you're not supposed to be drinking. Yeah. Um, so when when that gambit failed, a sandwich was made of soiled sardines and carpet tacks. Yes, carpet tacks. Okay. Little nails. Little metal nails. I assume that he ate it. He ate it. And still Iron Mike kept drinking. My God. <laughs> There's got to be some internal bleeding happening. Or, like, <laughs> something. He just came in the next day ready for drinks. Now, after What were his shits like? <laughs> God only knows. <laughs> after realizing that Iron Mike would not die that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking unkillable, guys! <laughs> we picked... And he's like, ah, power, yes! <laughs> Time to start again! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they tried the last thing that had worked. Freezing. <laughs> After he drank until he passed out, they brought him to a park, stripped him of his clothes, dumped five gallons of water on him in the snow. Okay. Police found him. They reclothed him and they sent him on his way. 
Oh, Mike, you scamp. <laughs> Get these clothes on and go find a dumpster to crawl under. <laughs> it, you want a warm place? We got a place in the sun. No? All right. You're good, man. You're good. Hey, I hope you get another sandwich. I heard you liked it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read a report that he just, like, he, he had a spot that they let him sleep in the bar because, they, you know, he's just passing out there every night. And so he just, like, wandered back there and fell asleep, and they found him there in the morning. <laughs> Do they not lock their bar? That also seems like a bad business decision. You're in a, you're in a speakeasy. It's not even a legal fucking business. Lock your goddamn doors. You can't just be letting fucking hobos wander in. He's probably drinking while you're not there. Do you think he just wandered in and went right to bed? Fuck no. He had at least three drinks before he went to bed. Okay. And none of your turpentine either. He drank the fucking good shit. <laughs> He's like, that shit was crazy. I need a drink to warm up. I'll go sleep now. So once again, we are we are left... more than sardines left. <laughs> we are left a little short of first-hand accounts. We have we have you know minimal <laughs> accounts like just what was recorded at the time, but um. They were more than likely astounded by his return, they resolved to run him over with a taxi. Okay. <laughs> a little bit, uh, you know, <laughs> that's that's not so incognito, but yeah. uh, it's probably effective. It's, it's, it's hard to survive getting your fucking brain bashed in. Yeah. Yeah, you would think so. Okay. Oh, <laughs> So they they assume this works because he doesn't come back the next day. Okay. Um, but they can't collect on the policies. So, like, they're just like, are they trying to? Is yeah, he, as uh, he's just missing now. Well, yeah. So they they I mean I assume they tried because they couldn't. Okay. So um, that he seems... returned three weeks later <laughs> <laughs> after a hospital stay, hoping for a drink. <laughs> they're like. Yeah, man, of course you can. How are you? <laughs> you look kind of fucked up. What happened? So, How'd they run him over with a taxi? <laughs> I think they just hit him at night. Like, they waited until he was real drunk and then ran him over. They just hit him. What the fuck? <laughs> they took him to, a, you know, an abandoned street. Oh, I think they tried that twice, but one time they had to drive off because somebody was there. <laughs> so, that's that's the last of the part that I have written out. So, the rest of this will be straight from the Wikipedia article, which has many citations. And I went to these many citations for the rest of my stuff, so I'm going to trust it. Um, so... Finally, on February 22nd, shortly after they, after he had returned, um, Murphy, or Malloy had passed out, and they took him to Murphy's room in the speakeasy, and they put a hose in his mouth that was connected to a coal gas jet, and they attached it with, like, a towel and tape okay. to make sure it wasn't going anywhere, and they turned it on. This killed Malloy. All right. They they fucking got him. Yeah. Um, Got him, boys. Fucking cactus. um, Dr. Frank Manzella, who signed the death certificate, uh, and uh, he 
uh, sorry, he wrote it, the cause of death as labor pneumonia and had him quickly buried. And he was charged with accessory after the fact later because he was definitely in on it. All right. <laughs> um, so uh, the police heard rumors of Mike the Durable in speakeasies all over the town. And upon learning that a Michael Malloy had died that night, they had the body exhumed and forensically examined. Okay. Uh, um, the all five of the murder trust members were uh, convicted of murder. Good. I yeah. mean, they did it. Yeah. That's a pretty clear conspiracy to kill. Green, the taxi driver, was sent to jail, or was sent to prison, while the four other members were sentenced to death. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yep. Uh, they all got the electric chair in Sing Sing, which is a notoriously brutal prison. Yes, it is. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the story of Iron Mike Molloy. That shit's fucking crazy. Why did the taxi driver not get his... Because did he's the one that, like, rat the most? Uh, I think maybe, but also he was, like, had the least to do with anything. They just basically hired him to run him over because he had oh, a taxi. Okay. okay. Like, it was the So other... before it was probably just the four of them doing it, and yeah. then they had to bring the taxi driver in. Yeah, exactly. And he was, like, um, set out for to get a smaller cut. Okay. Um... Yeah. So they were probably going to each take, like, 20, and he was going to take the 19 or some shit like yeah, that. Like, yeah, it would have been much smaller, comparatively. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, how insurance fraud fails. That is the most epic way to fail at insurance <laughs> fraud. Uh, totally out of you your control. You try to grift a homeless guy into dying for you, and, and he just won't fucking kick it. And He's like. It seems like the easiest target too, because he is just a drunk Irish guy who is just—he's just telling stories in a speakeasy, and that's yeah. what he does for went, a living now. I went. I, I looked up some of the story, and I found a picture of him, and he doesn't look like a very happy man. <laughs> no. At all. He looks like a grumpy, cantankerous old man. There's a picture of him when he's young, and there's a picture of him when he's old. Here's a picture of him during his autopsy. Wow. Yeah, he looks real fucked up. <laughs> uh, here's Marino and Pasqua. These are There's two a picture, of the... I think, of him. No, that's, that's Marino. No, I meant the guy laying down on the thing. Ah, yeah, potentially, yes. But yeah, that, that mug shot there, that's, uh, that's Marino. Yeah, that's insane. So <laughs> modern day Rasputin there. Yeah, like that guy. Was it Rasputin that wouldn't die? I think so. Yeah. Did you guys hear those sirens? We sure did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. the The fact that he could drink like the antifreeze and the turpentine and the rat poison and the methanol and the wood alcohol and like. Fucking how? How is that even physically possible? I don't know. Like, like the antifreeze and the the ethanol, like counteracting each other. That kind of makes sense. That kind of makes sense. But like, everything after that? Yeah. What What about the carpet tax? Like, carpet tax are small. Yeah. Was the, he the, just like, oh, these rotten sardines are kind of crunchy? Yeah. Like, 
they're, they're small, but they're not. They're that not insignificant. Small. And if you're chewing it, you're going to stab yourself in the gums at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's bread. You're not swallowing it wholesale. Yeah. Like you're going to you're going to Maybe they were just like, "No, that's just sardine bones." <laughs> you know, after they rot a little bit, the bones get all brittle and pokey. <laughs> Me? I don't know what they would have told them. That, yeah. that is. Have the- another drink, Mike. It's fine. Just wash it down with some with some wood alcohol. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's alcohol from the woods, is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I, got it special from the woods. I brew it for you. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> so yeah, I think Iron Mike's a really fascinating character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really, I tried, I tried to find more about his life, but the only confirmed thing was that he was a firefighter, and the only thing outside of that was he was potentially an engineer for some time. Mm-hmm. But, like... He was, like, about 50, a little over 50 or 60 when he died. Yeah, around 60. He would have been around 60, 73 to 33. Yeah, yeah, about 60 when he yeah. died. So, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the story of Iron Mike Molloy, and I thought that would be a fun return to that is, true crime, because... I'm, I'm really glad you brought that. That is the kind of legend that we need to keep alive <laughs> moving forward. Like, a legend of a man who, despite this group of other despicable men's best efforts, would not die. He <laughs> just wouldn't die until he was absolutely forced to. Yeah, yeah. Literally had to take away all of his oxygen and force feed him other gases. They basically executed him. <laughs> like, that's, oh, that's crazy. That's fucking insane. I love that. I, I don't love that he died, but I love that story. And yeah. I love that legend. Yeah, solo gas chamber. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's the only, that's the only way they could do it. And that's... Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, they didn't try stabbing him at any point. No, no, but once again, too obvious. They're trying to collect on that. They're trying to make it look like as much not of a murder as possible. Right. And they they were trying to be real fucking crafty about it. Like, yeah. at first, they were like, he drinks a lot. We'll play into that. Yeah, like, we'll just let him drink himself to death. That that's It seems like that should work. Yeah. With anyone else, it almost certainly would. Yeah, especially, like, anybody that down on their luck. Like right, I said, you know? they just grifted the wrong hobo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, I thought that'd be a fun return to this particular show, because it is fun. It is is definitely a crime. Yeah. Oh, there was that... definitely a murder that took place, but it's also just an amazing story. It truly is. That's... And, and the star is definitely the victim in this case, <laughs> which is, I mean, interesting. Yeah. But also, like... What? Yeah, no, that's how absolutely. is that possible? That doesn't. If you told me that story, like if you were a person at a bar and you told me the story of Iron Mike Malloy, and we were sitting there drunk at the bar, I'm not sure I would believe. I'd be like, "There's no fucking way that's true." Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. What the fuck? But I can show you an article from 1933. Yeah, right. Like, no, I I looked it up. That's, that's verified. That's a thing that fucking happened. That's insane. Maybe we'll go over the legend of Rasputin someday. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, Iron Mike Malloy, one fucking legend of a dude. God 
Damn. <laughs> Welcome back to True Neutral True Crime, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check out all the other shows. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got I, lots of them. Uh, be on the lookout for more of these. I got a couple more I want to do that are, um, I wouldn't say lighthearted, but uh, more on the fun side of crime. Nice. Yeah. The lighter side of crime. Yeah, you know, where, you know, people die, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I laughed a lot during this episode. <laughs> yeah. Normally, at True Neutral True Crime, I'm not doing very much laughing. It's a lot more, ugh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> or if I make a joke, I'm like, mm, I'm not sure that was in good taste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> everything about this case is kind, kind of a joke. Kind it it feels like satire. Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels like, at a certain point, he just shouldn't have died from anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should have just kept coming back. I just, like, just spit out the coal gas and, like, ah, whatever. <laughs> that was a weird high you guys gave me. Right? Anyway, can I have a drink? <laughs> yeah, I could use... Like, Some of that headache. turpentine sounds good. Um, yeah. No, you, know, you made a mixed drink. I heard you guys calling tur- turpentine, I think. I don't know. Could use that. That helped my headaches a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's this episode. Indeed. So... Uh, Get yeah. a hold of us over at the emails and the socials. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Bye-bye! Bye!